sacrifice I have more than a song you know that this morning the Lord will do the impossible in your life, shout hallelujah. If you know that this morning the Lord will change your story, shout hallelujah. If you know and you are sure that this morning the Lord will give you a new testimony, shout hallelujah. I'm very excited this morning. And I'm believing God that God will do something new in our lives in the name of Jesus. 
I want us to open our Bible to the book of 1 Corinthians. I'll just give us a very short exhortation and then we are going to pray maybe seven prayer points and then we are done for this morning. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and I'm going to be reading two verses which we are going to consider as we go into the world. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, I'm going to read verses 10 and verses and, and verse 13. Verses 10 and 13. The Bible says, Nor complain, as some of them also complained and were destroyed by the destroyers. I pray in the name of Jesus that we shall not be destroyed by the destroyers in the name of Jesus. And look at verse 13. The Bible says, No, no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to men. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. This morning, by the grace of God, I want to exhort us on what I've titled, Are you complaining or are you complimenting God? Are you complaining to God or are you complimenting him? Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that as we go into your word, let your word be open unto us. In the name of Jesus Christ, let there be understanding of your word, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Are you complaining or are you complimenting God? Or we can also give you this title, How Are You Handling It? I would prefer uh, the second one, How Are You Handling It? The situation you are going through right now, how are you handling it? Are you complaining to God or are you complimenting God about your situation? Where we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 10, the Bible says, No complain." As some of them also complained and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now, one of the major sins that believers commit is the sins of complaining or murmuring. I, I call it one of the saintly sins. You know, there are some sins that are common among sinners, and there are some sins that are common among the saints. One of the one of the one of the sins that majority of us as believers commit is the sins of complaining. And the, 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 what makes it worse is that many of us don't even know that when we complain, it is a sin. We just believe it's just a means of expressing our grievance, maybe about what we are going through or about a particular situation in our life. But complaining is a sin. And it's a saying that displeases God a lot. And that's why, you know, Paul was exhorting the Corinthian church. He told them not to complain as the Israelites complained in the wilderness and they were destroyed by the destroyers. The one thing about complaining is that when we are full of it, it can make us to be exposed to destruction. And I'm praying that this morning the Lord will deliver us from that bondage of complaining. In the name of Jesus, we shall not be destroyed by the destroyers. In the name of Jesus. You know, there are several times, especially in the book of Exodus and the book of Numbers, 
you know, where the Bible talks about how the children of Israel complain to God. For example, in number 11 verse 1, number 11 verse 1, the Bible said, now when the people complained, look at that, it displeased the Lord. When the people complained, it displeased the Lord. You know, whether we are complaining, you know, about our situation, or whether we are complaining about people around us, or whether we are complaining about our problems, it always displeases the Lord. Look at what the Bible says again. Now, when the people complained, it doesn't matter when you are when you are complaining, whether you are complaining, you know, during the period of your afflictions, or you are complaining, you know, after the affliction, or you are complaining about situations, it always displeases the Lord. Now, when the people complain, it displeased the Lord, for the Lord had it. Look at that. The Lord had it. I want us to know that each and every time we complain, God can hear it. And that's why, you know, we have to stop that attitude. And the Lord had it, and his anger was aroused. So the fire of the Lord burned among them and consumed some in the outskirts of the, of the camp. Then in the book of Exodus, in the number again, the book of number chapter 14 from verse 26 to 27. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation who complained against me? Even God here compared people that complained against him as evil. Look at that. Say, how long will I bear with this evil congregation who complain against me? I have heard the complaints which the children of Israel make against me. God said he had it. God said he had it. Not only was it that the children of Israel complained, but even Moses, their leader, there was a time that he also complained. In Exodus chapter 5, from verse 22 to 23. And that's why I said this is a common sense among believers. It doesn't matter whether you are a pastor, whether you are a mature Christian, or whether you are a, you are just a young believer in the Lord. You know, this is a common sense. And that's why we are looking into it this morning, you know, so that we can have understanding of the word of God about how God sees it and how we can be delivered from it. Look at, look at, let me, let me read that Exodus chapter 5 again, from verse 22 to 23. And so Moses returned to the Lord and said, Lord, why have you brought trouble on these people? Why have you brought trouble on these people? Why is it that you have sent me? Look at that. This was when God uh, sent Moses to Pharaoh, you know, in Exodus chapter 5. And when Moses talked to Pharaoh, Immediately after Moses finished talking to Pharaoh, what Pharaoh did was that Pharaoh added more to the task of the children of Israel. Because Moses told, you know, by talking to Pharaoh that God wants him to let the people go so that they can serve him, Moses thought maybe Pharaoh will relent in his effort, you know, against tormenting, against afflicting the children of Israel. But when Moses talked to Pharaoh, <laughs> Moses, uh, Moses discovered that Pharaoh added more burdens to the Israelites. And look at verse 23. For since I come to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has done evil to, the pe to these people. Neither have you delivered your people at all. So God, you know, Moses was telling God, after I talked to Pharaoh about the afflictions your children are going through, Pharaoh added more to the afflictions. And you have not even done anything about it. 
And you know, uh, you know, one of the reasons why many of us complain is because sometimes we, we when we thought that situation would change for better, it's actually changing for the worst. And that's why we, we are tired, we are fed up. And because we are human beings, that nature is in us. The nature to always want to complain is in us. Even Elijah, the man of God, Elijah the prophet who is known to be a prophet of fire. In, in, in 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 4, you know, after uh, uh, Ahab and uh, Jezebel, you know, after they, 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 they were looking for him, and Jezebel told, you know, he sent the messenger to Elijah, he said, go and tell that folks that I'm going to make sure he lose, he lose his life. You know, when Elijah was told that Jezebel wanted to kill him, the Bible makes us to understand that Elijah ran for his life. And by the time we get to 1 Kings 19 verse 4, look at what Elijah said. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree and he prayed that he might die and said, Is it enough? Now, Lord, take my life, for I am no better than my father's. Look at that. Elijah, the man of God, was even complaining here because a woman was seeking to kill him. A woman, just ordinary woman. And Elijah turned into complaint. He said, my father, this is enough. Just kill me so that I will not see evil. Complaining. So what I'm saying is that complaining is a general sense among believers. Now, let me. what does it mean to complain? I'm going to give us four points and then I will tell us dangers of complaint and then we'll go and pray. When we complain, one, we are, it means that we are describing our problems to God. When we complain. It means that we are describing our problem to God. And I want us to know this. There is nothing we are going through that God does not understand. But many of us, we feel like we have to tell God. We have to let God know what we are going through. And when we determine to do that, what we are actually doing is that we are complaining. Some of us, we say, God, don't you see the pain? Don't you see that what I'm going through is beyond what I can bear? Don't you see what my children are going through? Don't you see how they are making mess of me at my place of work? You know, don't you see? Can't you understand how this is becoming too much for me? You know, and we are doing it in an attempt to describe our problem to God. And when we are trying to describe what we are going through to God, what we are actually doing is that we are complaining. And this will displease the Lord. We are complaining. We are complaining. The book of Hebrews chapter 4 verse 15, the Bible says, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sins. I want you to know that there is nothing we are going through that Jesus Christ has not gone through when he was on earth. And that was why he came as human being. Jesus Christ did not come to this world as an angel. He came as human being. So that he can also be partakers of all the troubles, of all the sufferings, of all the afflictions that we are going through. So that he can become a better high priest. A better high priest that when we call unto him, when we pray to him, he can sympathize with us. He can be touched with what we are going through. So when we are describing our problems to God, it means that we are complaining. The other thing that it means to be complaining is when we are repeating our, when we are repeating what the devil has said to us, to God. When we are repeating what the devil 
And what the enemy has said to us, when we are repeating it to God, we are complaining. What do I mean by that? For example, maybe the devil suggested to you that you would die in a motor accident. And you kept repeating that to God. You are complaining. Or maybe you are, you are, you are, you are repeating the evil report that your doctor gave you. Maybe the, your doctor, has, they have done some examination, they have done some tests on you. And they say, well, you only have three months to live. You can't survive this cancer. You can't survive this sickness in your body. And you are repeating the same thing to God. You are complaining. The book of Isaiah 53 verse 1, the Bible says, Whose report will you believe? Whose report? Because the report you believe will determine your testimonies. If you believe the report of God, you will have a testimony. But if you believe the report of the devil or the report of the doctors, you may not have a good testimony. So when we are repeating what the devil has said or what the enemy has said in our prayers, when we are repeating it to God in our prayers, we are complaining. Then what does it mean to complain? Complaining also means that we are also complaining. Let me put it this way. We are also complaining when we are wondering why God has not answered us. When we are wondering in our hearts. Why God has not yet answered us? We are complaining. Do you know some of us, we have, we have been praying on, on some particular points in our life. Maybe we have been praying for healing. We have been praying for a better job. Or we have been praying to get married. We have been praying to have a new car. We have been praying to get a new house. We have been praying to, to relocate to a new place and things like that. And the more we pray, the more we are wondering in our hearts. That does God even hear my prayers? Or when is God going to answer my prayers? When we are wondering in our heart as to when God will answer us, it means we are complaining. The book of Psalm 13 verse 1, look at what the psalmist says. He says, how long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? Look at that. How long will you hide your face from me? That is somebody complaining because he thought that he has been praying and there have, there have been no answer from God. So when we are wondering why God has not answered us, we are complaining. The another thing it means to complain is when we are praying on the same matter over and over again. When we are praying on the same matter over and over again, it means that we are complaining because it means that our prayer has turned to a prayer of complaint. One thing that God expects us to do is this. Whenever we pray and we have prayed through, what God expects us to do is to now begin to thank Him for answer to our prayers. But each, if we keep praying on the same point, we pray on it yesterday and today we are still praying on it. And then you got a time that we are, also, we are now telling God and say, God, I hope it is not this problem that will kill me. Because I, I talked to you about it yesterday and you have not done anything about it up to now. You know, we have turned our prayer into complaint. When we keep praying on the same matter over and over again. So what God expects us to do is when we have prayed and we know that God has answered us, when then we should turn our prayers to thanksgiving, not to another prayer of request again. The other thing it means to complain is when we pester God to change his mind. When we pester God to what? To change his mind. It means that we are complaining. Because if God has already shown us his will, maybe God told us 
that we should stay at the same place where we are working right now, that that is where, you know, he's going to bless us. But we are now pestering God and say, God, I don't like what I'm going through at that place of work. And we are now pestering God to change his mind about what we already known to be his will. It means that we are complaining. Even God, sometimes God might have promised us that he has healed us. Maybe we are sick in our body. And God said, well, I have healed you. But we are still experiencing the symptoms. Now, if you are not telling God, I say, God, it is today, today you have to show that you have healed me. Because the pain is still there. When we are doing that, it means that we are complaining. When we are pestering God to change his mind, it means we are complaining. Now, before we round up, because I want us to go and pray. What are the dangers? I'm going to give us maybe uh, three to four dangers of complaining. The first danger of complaining, I want us to open our Bible to the book of number 11 as we round up. I'm just going to give us the dangers of complaining. Number 11, I want to read from verse 1 to 3. The Bible said, Now when the people complained, it displeased the Lord, for the Lord had it, and his anger was aroused. So the fire of the Lord burned among them and consumed some in the outskirts of the camp. Then the people cried out to Moses, and when Moses prayed to the Lord, the fire was quenched. Look at verse 3 now. So he called the name of the place Tabira, because fire of the Lord had burned among them. Now, I want us to know that it is very dangerous to complain. What are the dangers? One, when we complain, our complaining displeases God. Our complaining displeases God. Whether we are complaining about our situation, or we are complaining about our problems, or we are complaining about people in our life, it displeases God. The book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, the Bible says, But without faith it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a reward of those that diligently seek his face. So when, it, when we complain, it displeases God. Because it, it means that we are not acting out of faith. It means we are acting out of fear. It means we are acting out of our feelings. So complaining displeases God. It displeases God. Then when we complain, another danger of complaining is that complaining destroys our faith. When we are complaining, it actually means that we are not showing that we have faith in God's power anymore. Complaining destroys our faith. It is better not to complain than to complain because the, the more you complain, the more you are destroying your faith. The book of Romans chapter 10 verse 17, the Bible says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, so likewise, fear also comes by hearing and by hearing the words of your complaint. So if every time you are complaining about something and you are saying it out, you are telling God, about your trouble, you are complaining about your place of work, you are complaining about your husband, you are complaining about your wife, you are complaining about the sickness, your body, you are, you are complaining about your country, you are complaining about everything. It will destroy your faith. It will make your faith to go down. It will make your faith to go down. Then another danger, the third danger of complaint is that complaint can steer the anger of God. It can steer the anger of God. We see that in number... 11, how the anger of God was, was stirred up against the Israelites and God released fire upon them because they complained. They were complaining about food. So complaint can stir up the anger of God against us and we don't want to see the anger of God. There another danger, which is the fourth one of complaining is that complaining can't 
it, it can make our problems to be magnified. When we complain, it can magnify your problem. Instead of reducing it, it can magnify it. It can magnify it. Some of us, we think uh, if we don't complain to God, God will not do something about it. No. When we complain, it, actually, it, will, it will actually magnify the problem. The another danger of complaining is that complaint can also release demons instead of angels. Complain. When you are complaining, you are releasing demons that will, that will magnify and that will, that will fertilize your problems. Instead of releasing angels, complain will only release demons. Demons that will, that will make your problem to be prolonged. And that's why we have to stop complaining because it will never do us any good. And then let me give us one more and then we'll go and pray. When we complain, complain can also bring further confusion. It can also bring further confusion about the issue we are going through when we complain. It can bring further confusion. Because when you are complaining, you are not walking in faith. When you are complaining, you are not walking the spirit. When you are complaining, you are walking the flesh. And when you are in the flesh, you know, whatever you are complaining about, you, 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 you have further confusion about it. You will never get clarity from God when you are complaining. I pray God will give us understanding in the name of Jesus. Now, as we round up, I want us to go back to that book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. Let's go back there and then we'll, we'll round up from there. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, there, has, there, there, there is no temptation taking you. Look at that. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. So I want you to know that there is no problem you are going through that is not common to all men. There is nobody in this world that doesn't have one thing or the other to complain about. There is nobody in this world that doesn't have one problem or the other. So, so don't think your own problem is unique. Because the reason many of us complain is because we feel like our own problem is so unique and we, are, we have a special problem that, you know, that, that nobody can solve. So, so, so that's why you know, Paul was telling the, 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 the Corinthian church, he said, don't think the temptation you are going through is too much or it's not a common thing. It is common. In as long as we are, we are in this world, we are going to face all kinds of temptation. We are going to face all kinds of challenges. We are going to face all kinds of problems. So this is something that everybody is going through. For example, COVID-19, every, everybody in the whole world is going through it. So don't, don't, don't overemphasize your problem. Don't make it to be too unique. Don't make it to be too big. Because everybody, everybody, is, everybody have one or, one or two things they are battling with in their life. Look at that. So no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But look at what the Bible says again. But God is faithful. That's the second point I want to mention. God is faithful. No matter what we are going through, God is still God. Don't think because of what you are suffering now, maybe God is no more God. No. Because some people will think, if God is still God, why am I still going through this affliction? If God is still on, on the throne, why should, this thing be, why, why should this thing be happening to me? Don't say that. God is God. He's still God. And He's a faithful God. God is still faithful. I want you to know that if you are still alive, it is because of the faithfulness of God. You no, know, there is a proverb that says in Yoruba that 
if you know how to think, you will also know how to give thanks. You are, you are only complaining about one thing that God has not done. But there are other 10 things that God has done for you. But because you kept complaining about one thing, you have forgotten about the other 10 things that God has done. So God is faithful. He's faithful. If you think you are sick in your body, well, God is faithful that you are still alive. If you think that you don't have a job now, God, God is faithful that he has been taking care of you. So don't, 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 don't give any excuse to complain. Because God is faithful. In, in whatsoever we are going through, God still remains faithful. He's a faithful God. He does not change. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8. The Bible says Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Malachi chapter 6 verse, uh, Malachi chapter 6 verse 10. The Bible says, I am the Lord your God. And that is why you children of Jacob have not been consumed. Because I change not. God does not change. He's faithful. And look at what Paul says again. He said, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able? I want you to know that what you are going through right now that you are complaining about, God knows that you have the capacity to bear it. Yes, that cancer, that high blood pressure, that diabetes, whatever you are going through right now, at your place of work, whatever you are going through right now, even in your marriage, God knows that you have the capacity to bear it. So don't complain as if God has put too much on you. No. Whatever you are going through, there is a capacity. There is, there is a capacity in you to what? To bear it. And that's why I'm believing God that whatever you are going through, it will not destroy you. In the name of Jesus. So God is faithful. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation... Also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. I want you to know that God will use the same situation you are going through to create a way of escape for you. And that's why you mustn't complain. You mustn't complain because if you don't handle your, your problem very well, it will make you to be bitter instead of making you to become a better person. Because God also wants to use the same situation, the same affliction, the same sickness you have in your body. God wants to use it to make a way of escape for you. Do you know that there is something I find out as we round up before we go and pray? There's something I find out about, uh, about uh, uh, when it comes to vaccine or some of these uh, medicines. For example, uh, medicines maybe for for people that were beaten by snakes. There's something I find out which, you know, to my surprise, I was told that, you know, people, let's say, for example, somebody got beaten by snakes. Do you know that if they were to take the person to the hospital, the injection they will inject into that person's body also contain venom from snakes. They make some, most of those medicines that they inject into patients that were beaten by snakes, they made most of those medicines, they made them from venom from snakes. I was surprised. That how, how will somebody be bitten by snakes and they also, the, the medicine that will cure or that will stop the poison is also made from the same poison you know, that, you know, that, 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 was, that was injected into them in the first place by the, same, by the, by the snakes. So, what, what, so And that kind of gives me understanding of the word of God when the Bible says God will, with the same temptation, the same temptation you are going through, we also make a way of escape. 
which means God will use your, 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 your bitter experience. God will use your afflictions. God will use your problems. God will use whatever you are going through to also create a solution for you. And that's why you mustn't complain about the problem because in the long run, it will turn to a testimony for you. In the name of Jesus. And that's why the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 28 says, uh, And we know that all things work together for good for those who love God and for those who are the called according to his purpose. So if you love God, if you are working in his will, if you are working in his purpose, whatever you are going through, it will be to your advantage. It will be to your good. It will not destroy you. It will not mess you up. You know, God will use it for your own, for your own advantage. That sickness in your body, God will use it, you know, to, to glorify himself in your life. So don't give up yet. Stop complaining. Change your mind. Change your attitude from this morning. And make up your mind that you will not complain again because God wants to use the same situation that you are complaining about. God wants to use it to your own advantage. I want us to go and pray. We are going to cry unto God. First of all, we are going to cry unto God to deliver us from the spirit of complaining. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. You know, some people, will, even when, the, when everything is working well for them, they will still complain. That why is everything so quiet? Why is, why, is, why is everything so peaceful? Even when things are peaceful around them, they still complain about it. Just like we complain when the weather is too hot. And when it's, when it's too cold again, we are complaining that it's too cold. I want us to pray. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let me be delivered from the bondage of complaining. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, set me free from the bondage of complaining. In the name of Jesus, set us free, O oh God. Set us free. Open your mouth. I want every one of us to open our mouth because this is a... a a sin that most believers commit, and we don't even we are not even aware of it. We we complain on daily basis. We complain unconsciously. I want us to pray that this morning the Lord will deliver us from the spirit of complaining. In the name of Jesus, let us be delivered. Lord, set us free. In the name of Jesus, this morning set us free. Set us free. Set us free. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. You know, one of the reasons why we complain is because we have forgotten about the goodness of God. We have forgotten about the faithfulness of God. We have forgotten about, about how God has been good to us. And that's why we are complaining. You know, if we can begin to remember you know, how God has been good to us, it will, it will just visualize out any complaint that we have. So we are going to pray. The next prayer point we are going to pray is this. We are going to pray and say, Father, in the name of Jesus Open my understanding to your goodness in my life. Open my understanding. Open my. Do you know? I, just like I mentioned before, one of we you know some of us we are complaining about one thing when God has already done ten things for us and we have not even thanked Him for it. But one thing that He has not done for us, we keep complaining about it. I want us to open our mouth. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, the name of Jesus, open my understanding to your goodness for me. In the name of Jesus, I want to have a better understanding of your goodness. I want to have a better understanding of your faithfulness. I want to have a better understanding of your love. I want to have a better understanding of your mercy. Lord, open my understanding. Give me understanding about your goodness for me. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's 
let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. When, when God give us understanding of his love, when God give us understanding of his mercy, when God give us understanding of his goodness, I'm telling us, we will never complain again because we know that no matter what we are going through, God is still good to us because no matter what we are going through, God is, God is still a loving God. I want us to pray and say, Father, give me a better understanding, a better understanding of your goodness for me, a better understanding of your loving kindness for me. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's pray that prayer with understanding. Lord, we pray that this morning you will give us a better understanding of your love unto us. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray that this morning you will give us a better understanding of your mercy. In Jesus' mighty name, we have I want us to open our mouth. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every power strengthening my problems be destroyed this morning. Do you know there are some of us, the problem we are going through, there are powers and there are spirit behind it. And they keep strengthening the problem. They keep energizing the problem. And that's why it seems like the more we pray, you know, the more the problems look bigger the more the problems look more tormenting to us. The more we pray, the more, the, the more we are feeling the symptoms of the sickness. I want us to open our mouth. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every power, every spirit, strengthening my afflictions, strengthening my problems. Let that power be destroyed this morning. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray this morning. Every power, every spirit, strengthening our afflictions, strengthening our problems. This morning, let that power be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. We come against that power. We come against that spirit. Let your fire be released upon them. In the name of Jesus, every power behind our afflictions, every power behind our problems, every power strengthening our afflictions, strengthening our problems, this morning we come against you. Be destroyed by the fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Lord, release your arrows of fire against that power. Release your arrows of fire against that spirit. Against that demonic power. In the name of Jesus. Let that, let that demon, let that spirit be destroyed. In the name of Jesus. Every power, every spirit, every demons strengthening our afflictions. Prolonging our afflictions. This morning we command in the name of Jesus. Be destroyed by fire. In the name of Jesus. Be destroyed by fire. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. You are going to cry unto God. And say father in the name of Jesus. Let every connections that I have with affliction be broken by fire. Every connection that I have with sickness. Every connection that I have with death. Every connection that I have with accident. Every connection that I have with evil. Let it be broken by fire. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Command that, that connection to be broken. Every rope that the enemy has used to tie you to any affliction. To tie you to any problem. To tie you to any challenges. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, let that connection be broken. In the name of Jesus. Whatever connect me to sickness. Whatever connect me to cancer. Whatever connect me to evil. 
whatever connect me to death, let that connection be broken by the fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Whatever connects us to failure, let that connection be broken by fire. In the name of Jesus, every rope that connects us to our to our problems. Every satanic ropes that connect us to our affliction. Lord, this morning, let that rope be broken by fire. In the name of Jesus. Let every connection with affliction be broken this morning. In the name of Jesus. Let every connection with failure be broken this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, by the power and the blood of Jesus, let every fires of affliction burning in my career, fires of affliction burning in my home, fires of affliction burning in my family, be quenched by the blood of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, let every fires of affliction burning in our home, burning in our careers, burning our family be quenched this morning by the power and the blood of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Lord, Lord, quench every fire of affliction in our lives in the name of Jesus. By the power and the blood of Jesus, let every fires of sickness be quenched this morning. In the name of Jesus, I want you to pray that prayer that this morning God will quench every fire of problem, every fire of affliction I want you to pray unto God and say, Father, by the blood of Jesus, quench every fire of affliction, burning my family, burning my home, burning my ministry, burning my career. Let it be quenched by the blood of Jesus. Let it be quenched by the blood of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. My Yelikapa, Masunda, Aikoba, Simpojulikapolia, we quench this morning every fire of affliction by the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, for the same problems I have been complaining, let me have a testimony. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, cry unto God that for the same problem I have been complaining, for the same affliction I have been complaining, very soon, let me have a testimony. In the name of Jesus, Lord, convert all my complaint to a new testimony. Open your mouth, open your mouth, Open your mouth. Convert all our problems to a new testimony. In the name of Jesus. Convert all our troubles to a new testimony. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want us to pray that prayer in this way. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, before the end of this week, let all my trouble report be converted to a praise report, to a testimony report. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, before the end of this week, let all our problem report be converted to a to, 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 
to a press report. In the name of Jesus, let all our trouble report be converted to a testimony report. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, command, command that this morning God will convert all your trouble report to a new testimony report. In the name of Jesus, Lord, convert all our trouble report to testimony report before the end of this week. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, give me the power, the power to overcome every challenges, the power to overcome every troubles of life. Lord, release that power upon me this morning. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, ask for the, ask God for power, power to overcome challenges of life, power to overcome every problems, power to walk in dominion, over every affliction. Lord, release that power upon us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And lastly, we are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, from this morning henceforth, give me a new heart, a new heart, a new heart that is grateful unto God, a new heart that is full of thanks. Lord, give me a new heart. Help me to always thank you all the time. Help me to always give praise to your name all the time. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, ask God for a new heart. A new heart of gratitude unto God. A new heart that is full of praise and thanksgiving unto God. I want you to pray and say, Father, give unto us a new heart. In the name of Jesus, help us to get rid of the spirit of complaining and murmuring. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.